Hey guys, welcome to Feminism for the People. I'm Izzy, your host for this episode. In this podcast, we basically explain feminism to the people. It is currently 2.45 and I'm in a very dark and gloomy, gloomy classroom here at Sacred Heart. With a portable setup from Arch D Radios, today I'm here with some feminist ambassadors. Hi everyone, I'm Ella. And I'm Rhiannon. And today with these lovely ladies, we'll be covering everything around feminism. The people, the politics and all the facts that you need to know. So, is this your first time being involved in a podcast? Yes, and I'm very excited to be a part of a feminist podcast. It's new and it's fun. You know, it's something I've never done before. Yeah, me too. I feel the same. Like, we... I'm glad we finally get to be a part of something like this. Awesome to hear that you guys are so keen to get into this topic. Love that your life is basically based around feminism. Hopefully this podcast inspires girls and guys in Australia to get involved with feminism. So, how are you guys feeling so far? Um, I'm really excited that we finally get to talk about this type of thing. Like, you don't really hear people talking about it a lot and this is a chance that we can talk about it. Yeah, it is usually a taboo topic. Like, you're at the dinner table, there are some things you don't talk about right now. It is COVID, religion, (laughs) politics and feminism is like at the bottom of that very long list. Yeah. So, to start off, who was someone who influenced you to become a feminist and why? Um, I would say my mum. She never let herself be treated differently because she was a woman, um, which is something I've always really valued about her and I've looked up to. Um, I look up to one of my older cousins because she has always stood up for herself and other women that get treated differently than men get treated and if she sees something she will always call it out and you can't let anything slide with her. Talking about what you said, I've had that exact position. I've gone for a job and me and another guy have gone for it and they have chosen him. I had... You know, I had the I had things to back it up. I had people to say that I had done really well in this and he got it. And I was like, is that because I'm a female? And I never got I never got answered, which is frustrating. Yeah. So why is feminism misunderstood as man-hating? Um, I think the feminists on social media and on the news are so passionate about the topic that they misunderstand um you know, that people misunderstand them and assume that their intent is negative. Um, Some people forget that men and women are actually on different levels and feminism is about bringing women up so everyone is level and everyone has a fair go at life. That is around everywhere, to the workplace, the hospitality industry specifically. Schools. Yeah. Yeah. Healthcare and even in the media, which has been currently with the Depp versus Heard case, that was very much about based around, you know, more abuse, but feminism was brought into that. Yeah. Yeah, I think feminists show a lot of experiences and a lot of the time the, women, the woman is constructed as the victim. And so to a lot of people, it sounds like women are having a go at men. And as, as you were saying, the Johnny Depp case, like in that case, the man was the victim. Like it's just about equality and... That usually never happens. It's usually, you know, the girl's the victim. And in this case, people were believing the guy, not just because of how popular or, you know, how rich he was. It was, it was, people were going for the guy because that was the right thing to do. Yeah. People saw the evidence. And they were like, you know, that's, that's right. Yeah. She was backing up her own thing saying that it's not right, even though, you know, she did the opposite thing. It just came in hand in hand with what she was saying. Yeah. 
So was there one time in your lives where feminism was lacked or you just didn't see it whatsoever? Um, when we were younger, like especially in primary school, you don't have you you don't have much of a power to talk about what you believe in and you don't have much of a power to stand up for yourself and being told that there's specific colours for girls and sports that only boys can play, different clothes that only girls and boys can wear, um, you don't really get a choice. You're, you're kind of brainwashed into believing that and thinking that that's the truth. Yeah, I think I would say the same. Like being told that, like this is from my own experience, being told that a girl can't play a certain sport or can't wear certain clothes. Like that was kind of always, I had that always like growing up. Yeah, like I can agree with that wearing clothes that, you know, especially at school, I've had Mm. it personally. I wasn't allowed to wear the winter pants because it was like a, you were going to get judged for that. You know, you don't wear the skirt. It was like, do you like girls? Like, And they, was, they <laughs> thought of that as a negative thing as well. Yeah. So it's like, I'm wearing the pants because it's comfy. I don't want to wear tights. It's cold. It I is, it is cold. You know, I want to wear the pants. I want to want to feel comfy and I want to, I can want to cross my legs. I don't want to sit there, you know, tights being ripped. Like clothes is probably one of the main factors that is wrong with feminism. That yeah. people think that girls wear skirts. And you can't have your own style. Yeah. Mm. So could you guys paint me a picture of how growing up with feminism was like or if one of you didn't? Um, yeah, I think like in my experience growing up, I had like a like a bright purple room and at the time my favourite colour was like blue but I just felt that I couldn't have a blue room because the colours for girls were purple or pink and the boy colours were blue or green or something and so I just always felt that I couldn't I couldn't paint my room blue. So what would life be like for you and others if feminism wasn't around and if it didn't exist? Um, I think if there wasn't feminism things would be very old style for example in the household the man of the house would be in charge and he would be the only one who goes out and works and pays for everything while the woman would stay home and cook and clean and look after the children of the house. Um, I think there'll be more hate between everyone, like no matter the gender, like people wouldn't have that dignity for all and compassion for one another, like knowing that everyone is different and that we all share different characteristics has, is what makes the world so interesting and exciting. And, like, knowing we all like different things, that's what makes us all different. If feminism wasn't around, as Rhiannon said, it would be so old school. All the girls would wear Mm. dresses. Right now there are girls wearing, you know, what has been for a while, but they've been wearing pants. They've been liking certain types of music and liking different... Yeah. We wouldn't have the same rights as well. Like we wouldn't be able to vote. We if, wouldn't. If feminism wasn't around, yeah. we wouldn't be. We wouldn't be here today. We wouldn't probably be at school. We yeah. wouldn't yeah. be. We doing, wouldn't have an education. We wouldn't even be doing this podcast right now and having technology at our hands. So, what does future look like for feminism and feminists? Um. Well, now there are more people that are educated. Like instead of just guessing and, um, like assuming what feminism is more people actually know what it is. And like 40 years ago, it wasn't like how it is today. As we were saying, like 
women didn't get rights, they didn't get the right to vote or be educated. And like seeing that change is amazing and like to see what it will be like in the future, it will continue to grow and become a bigger, you know, thing in society. Yeah, I think like there are many famous feminists that a lot of people like to follow like on social media. For example, Emma Watson, Taylor Swift, Zendaya and even like Harry Styles feels strong about equality for men and women. I really believe that future is looking very bright for feminism as more people in the new and older generations are starting to be more educated in the topic. They are understanding what feminism actually is instead of just assuming what it is. That's going on to man-hating. And I was reading Feminist.org at home just before I was going to bed, just as we were about, like, you know, before we were about to do this podcast. And in Gen Z, the percentage of, fe- of feminists is just over 50%. 60 years ago, when feminism was a new thing, there was like 5%. Yeah, so if that... That would just, that's crazy. That many yeah. people and that political agenda, it would have taken years, millions of people to build what we have today. Yeah. Sorry, guys, but unfortunately, this episode is over. Thank you to our guests, Rhiannon and Ella, for coming in today and sharing their passion. If you would like to hear more episodes from Sacred Heart College, you can check them out at our podcast page link in the show notes for this episode. We release a new episode every Friday, so stay tuned on Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Be sure to look out for our Instagram page for behind the scenes and exclusive access to upcoming events. This podcast was produced and hosted by Izzy along with myself and Rhiannon. This podcast is in partnership with ArchD Radio and Podcasting. Thanks for listening. Make sure you've subscribed to this channel and if you want more, our social media is in the link below to hear more of our school politics and stories. See you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>